Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and as always, I am joined by Jamie. That's me. That is. <laughs> as it usually is. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Indeed. Um, so today we're tackling an older series on Netflix that has been one that we have loved for many years. Um, originally, it was not a Netflix original. It was a British series that got picked up by Netflix after the first season. Um, so full disclosure, it is now a Netflix original, but it wasn't always. And uh, before it got picked up by Netflix, it was called a Scrotal Recall. Yes, it was. And then <laughs> Netflix tamed the name a little bit, <laughs> and it's called Lovesick now. Yeah. Just as an anecdote, I want to say that like when this series first came to Netflix, it was still called Scrotal Recall. And oh, was it? it was. And okay. the people, I remember there was like a mini outrage or like confusion <laughs> because I remember getting the email, which is what got me interested in the show. Cause I was like, what the hell is this? Um, <laughs> what that is said, like, recall? you know, when Netflix sends you like the occasional, like, this is our new show, you should check it out, or shows you might like. And right. one of them was Scrotal Recall. I was like, what the hell? But apparently a lot of people <laughs> thought that Netflix was like suggesting pornography to them. Well, I can understand. Um, but of course, like, as you watch this, it is not pornography. It is, it is the not, most amazing even, British show it in is. existence. And there's not even any nudity. So, no. you know. Like, there's just a bum. Yeah. Just a bum. Not even an attractive one. <laughs> but... It's called Scrotal Recall because the main character, like in the very first opening scene, you find out that he has chlamydia. So he, like the whole show is just him like going around and thinking of all the women he slept with, I guess, ever. And yeah. like calling them up to say that he has chlamydia, which raises my first question. How the yeah. hell can you go five years without not knowing that you have chlamydia is there like just no symptoms for ages <laughs> no i don't think that's how i mean maybe it can i don't actually know because i've never had chlamydia but me um, either but <laughs> i guess maybe it can lie dormant or maybe he was just being very very cautious and being like i'm gonna call everyone just because i don't know when it started i feel like he probably only had it for three weeks and he goes back yeah. five years with sexual partners to yeah. you know tell them that well that he has chlamydia right and presumably like i we get a little bit of his reasoning as to why he wants to go alphabetic, al alphabetical just to avoid calling Tasha or whoever. Yes. <laughs> first. But if he had gone like chronologically backward, he would have probably found the person who's like, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I also had that, you know, my bad. <laughs> Instead of calling all of these people from like five years ago and they're like, um, thanks. But I've like, you know, been tested in the past five I was years. tested three years ago. <laughs> I'm clean. <laughs> So Dylan's, you know, his his logic is slightly flawed, but it is definitely. Bless him. But <laughs> we get to, of course, get the whole history of his sex life. I think because we do. He, he goes and tells everybody um, that yeah. he has chlamydia and they should get tested. <laughs> so each episode is about a different girl and like their their story with Dylan, basically. Yeah, which is fun. Um, I like that some of them have a little bit of a twist to like the first episode is called Abigail. Right. And so we're kind of led to believe that the girl that he brought to the wedding is maybe Abigail. Right. And then we find at the end that it's not. It's, it's the bartender. Not. 
So <laughs> slash receptionist, um, which is like yeah. a fun twist in the first episode. But before we get into the episodes, um, what is your, you know, first in, or seventh impression of the show? <laughs> Jamie, you know, I love this show because <laughs> I wouldn't be watching it for the umpteenth time to record on if I didn't love it. Yeah. <laughs> there so. are, is it three seasons on Netflix? I think so. Yeah. And is that the end of it? I want to say that it didn't end. Like, like it, it doesn't conclude, really, but I don't think they're doing more. They might not. I don't know. At I know, this point. I know that, like, everyone else is sort of, well, at least uh, two of the people, Johnny Flynn and Antonia Thomas, are, like, doing other things currently. Yeah. Like, Johnny Flynn was in the most recent adaptation of Jane Austen's Emma, which was very good. Everyone should oh. go see that. Uh, okay. And Johnny Flynn is just amazing in general. Yes, and, he, um, Antonio, he also does music for anybody who doesn't know. He and does. He's an amazing singer. And if you haven't listened to his music, like, go look it up right now. <laughs> right this second. Um, pause the podcast. And uh, Antonia was in a series uh, called The Good Doctor, I think is what it's called. Or The Good Fellow? Good Doctor. And I don't know if it's still on, but she was in that. And I was like, ah, what are you doing <laughs> here? Uh, <laughs> what are you doing outside of Scrotal Recall? <laughs> but I know, yeah, that. Johnny Flynn at least is doing a lot of things. Um, so I don't know if there's going to be a fourth season. I'll also make this announcement since someone just started vacuuming. To anyone, <laughs> again, to anyone who hears these sort of walking around noises or vacuuming noises, assume it's coming from my apartment. Yes. Because I am living in New York and it's a quarantine area and, you know, as is the rest of the country and yeah, world. Yeah, as is all of New York City right all now. All the entire world. <laughs> and um, so people are home and they're not usually, so they're moving about and apparently pulling furniture i don't know what's happening currently <laughs> jamie jamie is having a hard time adjusting to having neighbors that are home <laughs> and not just being the only one in his yeah. apartment building so we're just I, gonna power through but <laughs> <laughs> i live in a rural area and i live in a building that only has three other couples in it so there's usually not much noise here even though we're probably yeah. all home right now <laughs> there's not usually noise here either i'm just very confused as to why like nearly 8 p.m on a sunday people are like i'm not gonna vacuuming. believe you that your apartment is quiet in new york city but it usually is but anyway <laughs> back but anyways, to love just sick. bear with us guys <laughs> yes thanks in advance if his neighbors start having really loud sex again like they were doing earlier he'll yeah, edit that out for you. <laughs> um, but yeah. anyways so speaking of really loud sex the concept of this show is basically the idea that the two main characters who are dylan and <sighs> evie are best friends who both like each other and never communicate about oh my god it's the, <laughs> the absolute worst whole show could have been solved in one episode if one of them would have just opened up their mouths and been like hey do you want to try dating but that right. doesn't ever happen well, so they just constantly date other people and get jealous and sad about it right and that's what we see like almost every single episode either one or the other is about to like say something and then something happened like in evie's defense in i think it was the which episode no was there's that? no defense this in the could episode have been with handled, jane like five years earlier yeah well five <laughs> years and one month ago when jane uh when um uh dylan was dating jane and they were talking about going to the wedding or whatever and they decided to become monogamous it was really like she kept trying to say things but like dylan interrupted her with a b surprise birthday party and then she was like <laughs> yeah. went, went outside with him and then luke and and angus bust out and like are ridiculous and 
But you know, like Dylan had been dating Jane for two weeks at that point. Right. Like Evie could have said something before he started dating Jane. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> she should have, but Oh my god. So it's very frustrating in that respect. <laughs> it is. And you know, and if that's something that really gets you, like you will not enjoy seasons two and three either. No, because it doesn't really conclude at any point. <laughs> yeah, a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, they just continue not talking about their feelings forever. <laughs> yeah. Well, until the end of this series, actually, the season. Well, it, I don't know that they talk about they their don't, feelings. But at they least just, they're someone revealed. else just tells them about yeah. their feelings. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like, since we've mentioned it, the 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 last episode in general is probably one of the best in this entire season. Just because oh, yeah. we see, we get a glimpse behind. So Luke, we know, is this guy who kind of sleeps around and does whatever and is not serious and doesn't really care He's about like anything. He's like the Joey from Friends. He is. <laughs> he is. And we kind of get an, a, an idea maybe of why that is. Because we find out that he was in love with this girl, Phoebe, um, that Dylan was dating but then kind of was trying to like stick to the bro code or whatever and like <laughs> couldn't possibly date someone even if you're really interested in them and they're interested in you but so you just broke just up. another example of not communicating because yes. even Dylan's like well I might have been like upset a little bit but you know like I yeah maybe don't it. date her the day I broke up with her but a month <laughs> yeah. later so you could have brought it up <laughs> yeah but I, I like that because that episode because it shows um, Luke's reasoning maybe for why he's like uh, you know not trying to find a serious relationship because like the entire time he's still in love with Phoebe, right. but he doesn't know that she's died. Right, um, which we find out in that that episode then that she had died six months earlier. Yeah, and then we kind of you know at least have Luke who's like very emotionally present and encouraging Dylan to tell Evie and knows. Dylan well enough that he's not going to tell Evie. <laughs> so he just barges in on their conversation is like, he's still in love with you. <laughs> yeah. And Which... then the, so the, the season just ends then with like Phoebe being like, oh my God, are you? But also like <laughs> at this point, yeah. Phoebe is engaged Evie. in planning Evie. a wedding with somebody else. So. Evie's engaged, yes. Yes, not, yes. Not Phoebe. But... Did I call? Yeah. yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the episode is called Phoebe. It is, yeah. <laughs> and they sound similar. Yeah, so it's a very like emotional ending. And a, uh, it is, and you get you get like more depth to Luke to Luke um, Luke's character in this one too, which I like. I mean, Me you, too. Pretty much what you just said, but because he is kind of just like a dick. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> point. Yeah. Well, I mean, we see that also with Diana in the episode where um, Evie's camera is stolen. Bethany, the episode Bethany, episode yes. five. We see that, um, you know, he's just kind of like doing things such as Dutch mud flaps I to a those. woman. <laughs> okay. Do you, is, okay. Do you know, is this a real thing or is it something they made up for the show? I don't know. I don't even know if I know what it is still. I don't know what it is, but I want us <laughs> to wildly speculate. <laughs> so he says at one point that he jizzed on someone's curtain so is it something to do with a curtain or is that a separate incident i feel like (laughs) it's just a separate incident because i i don't know dutch mud flap it it has to be something with anal (laughs) maybe yeah maybe yeah yeah because like mud flaps Um, are on the back of a car right so and and mud is brown and (laughs) that's true 
Uh, but I don't know what the Dutch part of it would be. But I also don't want to Google it because no. I don't need that in my search history no. <laughs> in case it is something real. <laughs> the Dutch mud flaps. The Dutch is maybe it's like a Dutch oven where you fart under the covers and then have sex. <laughs> Why would that be a mud flap though? <laughs> they have anal sex. <laughs> What's flapping? <laughs> the blankets because you're completely underneath them. oh maybe that's very tame i like that version that yeah because she... he, he does say something like "Ooh, would i have done dutch mum flaps with a woman like diana i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> which, which makes we... me think it's like a really degrading thing it must be because also she was like extraordinarily upset about it which if you're just like under a cover being like you know you know taking it in the back area <laughs> i don't and someone farts well, i don't think well, <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the end. I don't know. <laughs> don't this doesn't sound like a pleasant experience to me. <laughs> You're being like hot boxed by a fart. Um, I don't think that can't possibly be it. So listeners, if you know what a Dutch mud flap is, please feel free to let us know. <laughs> you can do so on Twitter at a no podcast. <laughs> you can send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. Oh my gosh. Because we don't want to look it up. Yeah. The best part of that is is like after he's like I was in France or whatever with his like smart friend who can remember everything, and right. then it, it turns out that she just like mistook the year. She's like could have been yeah. three years ago. So he oh, definitely gave her the the I almost said the French mud flaps, the Dutch mud <laughs> flaps. The French mud flaps would be much more tame. Yeah, that's much more <laughs> fancy and elegant. <laughs> And you smoke a cigarette afterwards. You do. I, I liked that episode also at the bowling alley because although I didn't write down a single thing that they said, but all of the, the way that the two co the other two coworkers, the banter between them was just yes. I found to be oh. hilarious. The the banter with everyone's conversations oh, so in this good. show is so great. And I, I had a hard time writing down any quotes <laughs> because like most of them, like, they're not standalone quotes. Like, yeah. it's the banter that goes back and forth that makes them so great. So, like, so just writing good. down one person's line, I'd have to write down the whole conversation. Right. <laughs> so I actually have very few quotes because I just couldn't pinpoint individual ones that I thought were worthy yeah. outside of, like, I but have... the, the banter is so great in the show. I have quite a few. I found, like, the first episode to be the most quotable and then, like, as I went through, I sort of, like, it, I, it was starting uh, individual quotes. And then when, yeah, yeah, as you were saying, as it continued on, it was like, you need the whole conversation. I just don't have the willpower to write out or reenact the entire <laughs> no. conversation. I, I only wrote down four quotes, it looks like, oh, out wow. of everything. So, yeah, I, and I kind of was just slacking, at, like, after a while. I'm just like, I can't, I can't. I can't separate one of these quotes. They're all just too good. <laughs> just go watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, You'll thank me for it. Oh my gosh. So let's talk about the absolute worst part of the show. Oh, uh, didn't we already go over how the fact they didn't <laughs> talk to each other? <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty bad. The worst part is this entire dynamic between Angus and Helen. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. Helen's the fucking worst. I, I mean, Angus at least breaks up with her eventually. <laughs> well, or she, I'm, I'm sure she divorced him because, well, let's yeah. be clear. But <laughs> I don't really know why Helen wanted to marry him to begin with because she clearly doesn't like him. <laughs> well, she doesn't like him at all. And then the fact, I think she's just kind of like, 
she's probably you know starting to get older and like feeling a bit desperate and because yeah, she's maybe. really quick to snap when Dylan says something about bad dates and heartaches and she's like <laughs> why would you assume I had bad dates I am a catch and <laughs> That's uh, true. and you know she's clearly not so no um, I don't know but so like that... so like to give the listeners a bit of background <laughs> Helen is like the absolute like pinnacle picture of a bridezilla (laughs) just worst awful human and angus is like the most pushover person (laughs) on the planet (laughs) so that's and like the first episode is like of their wedding um and that's like where he meets where dylan meets abigail but anyways what were you gonna say i was gonna say it's he's so much a pushover that in in episode four we learned that um he didn't even ask Helen to marry him out of, her, of his own vo- volition. She, no. He, like, went down to tie a shoe, and she's like, now's the time. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and she had a wedding ring, which he had to reimburse, or an engagement ring, which he had to she reimburse had bought, her for. She had bought her own wedding ring, and because he just knelt down to tie his shoe, she's like, all right, perfect timing. Take this ring and propose to me. Yeah, and I like how when he's talking to, about that to Dylan, he's like, and I'm really, I'm really lucky she said yes. And he's like yeah if not at all surprised (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah and like i think that angus is like actually sort of under the impression that like this is a good relationship you know like at the beginning at least you know obviously i think by the time he's marrying her and he kisses evie at the wedding that you know he's probably (laughs) realizing he's made a mistake but I mean, not she, out of it at that yeah, because she is trying to like make sure that he, he gets his appointment. And she's like fighting with the people at the hospital or the clinic just to be like, "You will see him. Like this is important." <laughs> and she's yeah. kind of you know witnessing that, and it's like, "Ah, I'm lucky." It's like, "Are you though? Yeah. Are, are you? Though? Are you Angus?" Which is, is that really, the word you want to use to describe right. this? <laughs> it's also really strange in the later episode, in episode six, when we find out that Angus and Evie were dating. Well, we found that in episode one, but like to see them dating is just weird. So awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and Evie's just like, what did she say? Like breaking up with him would be like drowning a puppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's kind of true. It's kind of true. And then she tries, but then like, you know, does a full 180 in terms of like being super affectionate once he's like, I'm going to move away. And she's like, I need to spend all of my last time with you, but this is such a good decision. So do you think that he was actually planning to take that job? Or was he just seeing like how Evie would react to that news? I don't know. I feel like if she, I don't know. Because he's very quick to like call and be like, yeah, I don't want it. I know that's what I mean like as soon as she's like oh this is such a great relationship I have to spend all the time with you while I can he's like okay I'm just gonna cancel that job interview or or taking that job or whatever (laughs) well and he was talking to Dylan in the bathroom beforehand about the fact that he's like I'm pretty sure we're becoming just friends again so it could have just been a full-on test to be like does she see me as just a friend yeah yeah. and then when when he thinks that she doesn't so we don't actually see them breaking up like how that actually happens (laughs) we just know that she's like they go on vacation (laughs) yes i mean we know they must eventually break up because he marries helen but (laughs) yeah right very true very true yeah i don't know how they ended up dating to begin with like why evie ever wanted that is unclear yeah (laughs) well yeah and then you know after things don't work out with um dylan she eventually thanks to anna which was episode two we saw yeah. we met anna she meets mal who 
uh, you know, she en- ends up getting engaged to and plans to marry. And poor Mel. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, which one was Mel? Mel's her fiance. Even oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Short for, I assume, <laughs> Malcolm, maybe, or Malcolm. Mal- Malachi. I don't know. Or Melican. Maybe. Or Melchior. I don't know. Or Melanoni. <laughs> Melanoni, I think, is what it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's it. If that were my name, I'd also go by Mel, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Mel. What's your name? Melanoni. <laughs> Melanoni Baloney. I'm naming my firstborn Melanoni. <laughs> the firstborn of all the kids you do not plan to have. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to name my first dog Melanoni. Aw. That's an okay dog name. Yeah, well, any name is an okay animal name because True. they don't care at all. It could be like, you know, wallpaper bits or something, and it'd be fine. <laughs> Come here, wallpaper bits. Who's <laughs> a good boy? Oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah. Sorry, guys. So, so male. I feel so... It's so, like, conflicting when you want two characters to be together so bad that you don't really care that she cheated on him. I know. <laughs> Like during the episode with Cressida where, you know, they're trying to fulfill the list that Luke set out before, you know. I know that was them. such a cute it's episode. So cute. Though. Oh. And, and like that's like that's when they should have gotten together, you know? They do all these cute things, they kiss, they have sex, and then Luke had to be like, Oh, I'm sorry, this was a mistake. I don't want to come Dylan, in between you, you and Mel. Or sorry, yeah. Dylan <laughs> had to be like, Oh, I'm sorry, this was a mistake. But I think Evie was like full on ready just to leave Mel at that point. Well, she seemed really <laughs> like you know, really happy and into it. But I think also my impression of that scene was that maybe she like momentarily forgot about Mel completely because well, when he's maybe. like, yeah, because at first it kind of makes it seem like he's like, I would never have, you know, and then he mentions Mel and she gets really sort of like closed off about it. But yeah, I agree that if he had been like, listen, like, I think this I've proves wanted that, to do this for yeah, five years. <laughs> like, I think this proves that we love each other. I, you know, what, what do you think? Then maybe she would have like broken it off but i think at least she hadn't been with mal for that long at that point what did he say like five months or something yeah i don't remember 10 months it wasn't like they they weren't engaged at that point you know so i think that she would have left him like yeah she wanted to be with dylan i know and then dylan's awkward situation where (laughs) dylan ends up naked in like the garage there is super weird (laughs) oh my god it's so ridiculous but kind of well the fact that it happens because they both jump out of a car as it's like <laughs> going five miles per hour <laughs> and bust a hand mirror off. Why would you jump out if you're the driver? You're That's gonna Evie's like... question as well. <laughs> I'm totally on her side. Like, obviously, it was her turn to jump yeah. out. <laughs> I just love that he's like, well, it wasn't clear to me. <laughs> um, yes, the car must have also just like bumped into a tree or something. We don't see what happens to the car. But... I know. So, like, guys, if you're ever going to practice jumping out of a car, like, plan ahead. Say who. Who is going to jump out, the driver or the passenger? It should always be the passenger because the driver (laughs) needs to be able to stop the car. Right. (laughs) I shouldn't need to say this. (laughs) It's so funny. Like, it's, there's so many, like, good, like, physical comedic gold, too, in that scene. Like, as the car rolls by and they both look over and see each other sitting on the floor or the ground. And you're like, (laughs) oh, no. (laughs) <laughs> but also that scene when um, Scotty, 
um, Alona's brother. So like they're they're in the Highlands for a party so that Luke can sleep with Alona, and you know just for everyone who forgot maybe. And Scotty is Alona's brother who's gay and cooped up and really wants to see a penis. And so <laughs> we find out. And he witnessed which earlier, I guess he's never heard of the internet before. Right. And he also earlier witnessed Dylan kiss a, a guy after a conversation about fisting f- not fisting fishing um, <laughs> just because it was on the list i guess but um guess, yeah. so this whole situation is funny too because like as scotty's walking up um evie's holding the broken mirror because she was trying to put it back on and that she's like the moment where they're trying to like maybe hand it off to each other just like made me laugh so hard because it's like that back and forth for like a full second where you're like okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) they they act really well together oh my god everyone's like a great actor in this they are so good they play off each other real well but that scene where he has to strip down is so funny (laughs) And that's got, that's got like a really good um, thing too between uh, uh, I almost said Cressida, but between Evie and the the brother there, when she's like, "This is such good." What does she say? I wrote it down. I know something about being yet, good at blackmailing. Yeah, she's like, "It's so good at blackmail." You're so good at blackmailing. And then she says something like, um, "When you're blackmailing a girl, it's creepy." Oh yeah, here it is. So blackmailing a girl is creepy this is kind of endearing. And then he's like, I definitely want to see the penis. And she's just like, less so now. Yeah. The way she says that is so funny. I don't know the way he says, I definitely want to see the penis is so creepy. It is. And then he gets so basically you want him to be naked. Yeah. You could have just said that. Like, Yeah. You didn't need to say it in such a creepy tone. Yeah. <laughs> I love though that the solution there was to um, to ultimately be like you know just send it to our you know to bill us here or whatever and she hands over the card with Cressida's name on it yes <laughs> and it's so good because of course the episode is called Cressida and Cressida does want to sleep with him briefly right. um, but it's another one of those sort of like misleading things and if you look earlier in the first episode when you see like very briefly his list of the names it has all of them in Cressida's on there, but in quotes. So, ah, like, he okay. didn't actually put Evie's name on the list, but it's Cressida. And I was like, ah, Cressida. Yeah. there's, like, so many. And there's so many, like, the cool thing that I focused on, because I was trying to pay attention to detail this time around, instead of just enjoying the comedic <laughs> goal and emotional gold, was the fact that they allude to all of the different things. Like, it's so well meshed together. Yeah, like this is. thing, you know, we would have if you looked earlier on, you've been like, why is Cressida in quotes? And we find out later. There's All one right. there's one point where um, uh, Dylan says something like, oh, I tried having sex in a, in a bathroom once, almost broke an ankle. And then that's, <laughs> we, you know, that's like a big plot point of episode five or whatever. Yeah. Um, so like for people who haven't seen it yet, I, we didn't mention this earlier, but the structure of each episode is a little odd because it, yeah. you, it starts in like the present day. And then most of each episode takes place in like a flashback to like when he actually had sex with whichever girl on the list the episode is about. And then it will typically end back in the present day as well. So it can be like, a little challenging to follow sometimes because you're like, wait, is this happening in real time? Or <laughs> when is this happening kind of thing? Yeah. Um, but yeah, just so you know. Yeah, and I noticed <laughs> that they kind of change Evie's hair for that. So you can kind of tell if it's in the past. But like yeah. Dylan looks the same. Luke looks and the Luke's same. And Luke looks the same. Angus looks the same. <laughs> yeah. 
Because it's not like that long in the past. It's just a few no, years before, so they don't actually look any different. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but oh, but they, they play that, the music, the music. Yeah. When they're in present day. <laughs> <laughs> they do. So there's was, a little indication. Yes. Um, but um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any <laughs> other like notable moments. Um, or comedic gold. Probably. There are ridiculous things, like in the episode with um, the, with the stripping in the barn, um, is also the episode where Luke and this other guy, Ivan, do like a dance-off to try to win Alona's <laughs> affection, and it's so ridiculous. <laughs> that whole like idea of like Alona being single finally, and like these yeah. guys going to her birthday party to compete to have sex with her is so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> and like she clearly knows, like she's playing into it. She oh, knows yeah. that's what they're there for. <laughs> oh yeah, and she's like, I should just hand my brain over to you guys. You're so nice to me, and like all this stuff. And it's like she knows what they're up to. She knows what they want, and she wants them oh, to be competing God. for her. And I love the fact that, well, we find out that. During, during that scene, so we find out that Luke had this nickname "Mum Cut" because no. his mom <laughs> and his hair looked exactly the same. Let's be honest, yes, Luke. And <laughs> um, and we find out that later in that episode, that Alona, uh, yeah, Alona was the one who actually spread the picture around. Right. And I love at the end that he was he like came up with this whole story about figs, which ultimately like kind of won her over. And at the end, he's just kind of like, yeah, those are from, like, the grocery store. Bye. <laughs> and leaves. Like, I love yeah. that he kind of, like, gets what he wanted in terms of, like, he was able to win her over. But then also he gets the satisfaction of being like, yeah, that was all lie. Bye. Right. So we do we do see a little bit of depth in Luke yeah. in that episode then there, too, where, like, he finally gets the girl he's been dreaming about since high school. And then after they have sex, he finds out she's the one who spread this rumor or not rumor, but this photo of him that, like, embarrassed yeah. him for years, you know, so a little, little bit more depth to Luke there. I also like when they're talking about when she's like, you're, <laughs> you and your mom's hair were, exa- were, you know, scarily alike or whatever. And he was like, we both had follicles. That's all. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I like that later, like after he slept, like sleeps with Luna and he meets back up with the guy he'd been competing with. Yeah. And the guy is just like, you both had great hair. You just needed different hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my computer went to sleep. That's if, uh-oh. Are I'm you not. awake? And I am. My computer <laughs> got tired for a second. I wasn't sure if it would kick me off or not, but it did not. Good. Um, but yeah, so I think that's pretty much, I'm going to look briefly through notes, but do you want to share the quotes that you found out? Sure. I wrote down the very first quote of the whole show, <laughs> which was, you've tested positive for chlamydia. That doesn't sound positive. It's so funny. <laughs> and that doctor, the woman playing the doctor is also plays a doctor in another British medical, sh- or another British show that's about like this old people ward or something. I can't remember, but it's actually super, super funny. Okay. I can't remember the name of the show, but I'll have to look it up and and let you, Madison, know. Everyone else will have to just find it. Sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I'll know. Yes. Um, My my second quote was from the other doctor in the Jane episode. Oh, my God, that guy. It's it's wonderfully British, isn't it? Sexual confusion and binge drinking. (laughs) Yeah. I like how he talks, too. He's like, 
in New York, <clears throat> when I lived in New York, we would have an explicit conversation about this. You know, we would actually define when we were being monogamous or whatever, exclusive. And then yeah. at, after he says the British thing, then he's like, I hated New York. <laughs> <laughs> he loves the sexual confusion part of relationships, I guess. <laughs> Which um, is like... Really, just briefly to talk about that, like, that was also an annoying thing in the episode when the woman is, like, when Jane, is, Dylan is trying to figure out, like, what exactly is going on with them. He's like, I thought you were seeing me. And she's like, I am seeing you, but I'm also seeing other people. And he's like, but I thought we were together. And she's like, yeah, we are. You know, it's like. I'm sleeping with these other people as well. <laughs> right. And it's like, there's no sort of, like, uh, so annoying to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, my last two quotes are both from the very last episode oh. and they both kind of pertain to the same thing and they're both said by D- Dylan. <laughs> it's like, you can't get to dump someone's... <laughs> You can't get to dump dump someone's sex. Oh my god, I can't even read this. Hold on, <laughs> cut that out, Jamie. <laughs> you don't get to dump someone's opposite sex doppelganger and not seem offensive. Yeah. <laughs> and then he says, "I should I should probably find someone who isn't just a photocopy of Luke with breasts drawn on." <laughs> yeah. And I like how he's like, and if you think about it, that's the exact type of thing that Phoebe or Luke would do. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) To a copy, photocopy. So that's all of my quotes. You said that you had quite a few. I have some, yeah. Let me look through. Um, So some of them you mentioned. I also like in the first episode when Luke says, uh, talking about sending out those NHS cards, he's like, yeah, it's a nice Valentine's that says, I love you so much it hurts when I urinate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wonder if there's actually, like, I have an STD cards that people would send out to, like, their sexual partners the way that the, like, woman at the clinic gave him those postcards to mail out. <laughs> like, are those a real thing? <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of an abrupt... I guess that's less awkward than calling everyone if you just receive one of those in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Go get tested. Yeah, just a hint. Um, I also like uh, during that episode at the wedding when Luke talks about how Dylan's really in control of his emotions. And he's like, yeah, mostly rage, shame, and feeling like a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Dylan. That is kind of like weird to be like, surely she thought about dumping him before they went. Like, why would you agree to go to this wedding? It's so awkward. And like, so like she had agreed to go to the wedding after the hospital because that's right. when he asks her which is only and it was like two weeks later the wedding was so like you you had time to like be like maybe i don't want to go to this wedding <laughs> right exactly <clears throat> but maybe she thought it would just be easier to dump him afterwards or something yeah maybe i did like at the <laughs> so the entire thing about that episode with jane and the um uh, the doctor's office is we had <laughs> she like Dylan, I think, was going in to take a shit at the party, <laughs> and she just like walks in and really wants to like have sex with him. So they're like, "Okay, let's try it out." And then she shoves a finger oh up his God. ass. Like the whole idea that she managed to injure her finger doing that know. is like, how tight is his butt? Well, I don't think it was always, but you know, it clenched up real quick, which is when she's like, you know, he's like. What did he say? Something like, you know, you can't blame the ground for being hard. And she's like, yeah, but the ground wouldn't tense up if you hit it. And he's like, well, it might if you stuck a finger up its ass or something. Which, I mean, I'm kind of on Dylan's side here. Like, maybe find out if he's into that first. Yeah, I would say so. But I did like that, too, um, in the episode, because he talks about how, like, surprising it was. And he says... um, 
what did you here's the thing he's like you know there are lots of things that are nice breakfast in bed is nice or a book token not a book token shoved inside of me just um you know (laughs) handed to me perhaps in a card (laughs) and then he says also like flowers are also a nice gift but again not given anally (laughs) (laughs) i just love it so much um Oh, man, I just highlighted this quote because it was like at the end of that episode when Evie didn't get to tell her, tell him her feelings. Yeah. Um, Oh, we didn't talk at all about the date with Jono, which was just the stupidest thing. (laughs) Yeah, poor Evie. God. That was the worst. (laughs) The end. And um, I when he's like, oh, I, you know, I didn't have your card. Um, I do have one. I wrote in it. But do you mind waiting? And she's just like, yeah, I can wait. Yeah, that was cute. Tough. Yeah. Because, of course, you're not talking about the fucking card. It's like, no. Um, Speaking of waiting, this is also uh, Bethany uh, at the end of episode five says this, too. She's like, you know, whether or not Dylan should, like, you know, say something to Eve or not. And he's she's just like, you know, don't wait around for someone who doesn't urgently want to be with you. You might miss out on some some other good stuff or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh. So true. So true. true. And Bethany also knew, like, right at the beginning when <laughs> yeah. he's like, oh, I have feelings for someone else. And she's like, oh, Evie's getting married. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. <laughs> and he's like, Although, yep. <laughs> Beth, poor Bethany, like, she full on thought that she, Dylan and Evie were sleeping together while her yeah. brother was, like, waiting for the, him to come back for dinner. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Dylan, let's do this. <laughs> come on, hurry up. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a good episode, though, too, um, because we find out despite the fact that it's like sometime later that Evie's still in love with him because when her camera's stolen and like the cops going through it and sees just pictures of Dylan yeah. and she's like, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm glad she didn't make a big deal of it either. She's just kind of like, here's your camera. Yeah. She got it. She got it. Yeah. But um, I think that might be all the quotes. I had a couple, like, random quotes that are, like, out of context, kind of random. Like, when Luke says, line my panties still, line my <laughs> panties. <laughs> to be his absorbent sponge or whatever. Um, like, yeah. so much of the good dialogue in this, you have to, it, it only is so good if it's in the context yeah. of, like, a whole conversation. It's it like, really the dialogue is. is brilliant rewritten, but there's not, like, getting standalone quotes is hard. Yeah. It's so good. I wish I would have written down who the writers of the show were who directed it. I did not. But, Me neither. You know, we at, least, we at least have our main actors who I named earlier. Well, I didn't name yes. Luke. That's Daniel Ings. But, <laughs> <laughs> but now yeah. we have. Now we have. And they're so good. I would have named Abigail as well. But if we um, discuss episode, or season two at some point, then we'll see Abigail a lot more. And Yes. Yes. You know. We'll talk about her. Spoiler alert. I think that we we should do a season two. Maybe not immediately, but yeah. you know. Yeah. It's a it's a good show. It's fun. It's super fun. But yeah, I think that's pretty much that pretty much covers season one though. It does. Of Scrotal Recall so. slash Lovesick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> don't squirt don't search for Scrotal Retall on Netflix anymore because they changed the name to Lovesick. They mm-hmm. used to originally said Lovesick and then in parentheses they kept Scrotal Recall there, but now that's even gone. Yeah. Oh well. The true fans of us know. We, we remember. Know. <laughs> we know the scrotums. We know those scrotums. Scrotai. I don't know. <laughs> scrotai. <laughs> like of, a bow tie. <laughs> like a bow tie. A scrotai. Um, speaking of, um, 
if you have anything that you would like us to watch besides uh, season two of uh, Love Sick, or if you want to let us know what you thought of Love Sick season one, you can do so on Twitter at NNO Podcast. Or you can send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. There you go. So we will be back next week with something. TBD. We will. Yes. And uh, if you guys have anything new that you want us to, to talk about, we will have plenty of time to do so now that we're all quarantined to our homes for the foreseeable future. So, yes. you know, we're, we're ready to talk about longer things. Whole it's series. True. <laughs> it's true. Save us from ourselves during this we, quarantine. We have we have the time. So <laughs> And speaking of quarantine, everyone out there, be safe, be mindful, not only of yourselves, but of other people in at risk populations. Yes. Don't hoard toilet paper or canned goods. Don't do that. It's the worst. Wash your hands. <laughs> Wash, Wash your hands, your please. Fucking hands. <laughs> and on that note. That has been our public service announcement. (laughs) That's our PSA. Goodbye.